the Askell Leaders Reading Podcast with Jeff Barton. My name's Neil Wallace. I'm head teacher at Stratford-upon-Avon School, a large comprehensive in the Bardstown. Neil, so you've got a very eclectic mix here, particularly the fourth one. But let's let's start. You've got a, a non-fiction text as your, your first one. So what is it? Non-fiction text is a biography by Jonathan Vorters, a former professional cyclist. He's now the sporting director of Education First cycling team called One Way Ticket. And what, why have you chosen that? Are you a cyclist yourself? It's something I've come to later in life. I, I think probably originally the first book I read was Lance Armstrong at the height of the Livestrong campaign and then gradually got soaked and uh, influenced by the British Olympic successes and yes I probably now am a fully fledged mammal. And uh, what's the attraction of reading about something which you like doing, if you know what I mean? It's partly filling in a history of something that I'm really interested in. It gives you that insight behind the scenes. In particular, we get a lot of coverage of British cyclists, so it's nice to branch out into other teams and other cultures. And, And cycling in America, a little bit like in our country, they were rather late to the party. So it's a really interesting story. And what I particularly am intrigued by with Jonathan is he was a cyclist at the era where there was widespread doping and he faced that moral dilemma ultimately of if he wanted to be a make it as a professional cyclist, he was going to have to take EPO and make that jump to the dark side. And then he's obviously come through it, as people have now, and, and he's able to reflect on that as a leader of one of the top cycling teams in the peloton. Great. So it's got that kind of ethical uh, dimension that Askell talks about so often. Absolutely. It is that sort of poacher to gamekeeper, and it, it is that moral dilemma of how far do you go to seek advantage. And, and I think there are relevant areas in education over recent years, phrases like gaming and off-rolling have come and how tight a line as school leaders are people willing to take to chase the elusive dream of Ofsted ratings or performance tables, etc. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, What's your next choice then, Neil? The second choice, I think probably the most enjoyable book I read this year, is Rodham. It's a, a novel by Curtis Sittenfeld. And it's a novel it's around, about Hillary and Bill Clinton. And the premise is, what if Hillary hadn't married Bill? <laughs> and it's a lovely story. It, it's set in three parts. The start is called The Catch, and it's back where they met at law school and fell in love. And ultimately, Bill asks Hillary to marry him. However, there's just a suspicion of his dalliances and affairs, so she actually says no. And then the story moves on to the 90s, where it's a section described as the woman, where she's kind of asserting herself professionally. And then in picks up again in 2015, where she becomes the front runner, at the risk of it being a spoiler, um, yeah. and chooses to run for high office. And is this a novel which you, you kind of need to know the reality, the background of the Clintons, or, or does it kind of stand alone from that? No, it's a, it's a standalone. I personally have a great interest in American politics. I was a, 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 an exchange student when I was at university and spent a year in the US. Similarly, 
in my teaching career, I spent a year as a Fulbright exchange teacher and went and saw Clinton on his campaign rallies in the 90s while I was over there. So personally, I've got a great interest in it. But the thing that I'm quite interested in, I'm a history teacher by trade, is this concept of virtual history. And it is the what if or the slide indoors moment, if you like, in, in terms of movies of how life could be very different. So it's a just an entertaining novel. It comes up to date and I, I happen to read it coinciding with the presidential election outcome in November last year. And, and the timing was wonderful, particularly towards the end, because one of the characters who um, is cunningly slipped into the novel is a certain Donald Trump. Who comes in uh, in the background as, and he has these lines about, well, if I ever became president, I'd be the greatest president the world's ever seen, <laughs> etc. And it, it resonated so well at that time in particular. I'd thoroughly recommend it. It's a great oh, read. Great. I've really not heard of that, so that that is great. When you went, and when um, you mentioned to me, I, I assumed it was a biography of Hillary Clinton. No, and there's, there's some really interesting reflections, I suppose, on gender inequalities and to what extent men and women are treated differently and how easier it is for people to progress so again there's some really interesting areas come up your, your background as a history teacher kicks in with the uh, next one you have chosen which is a novel and uh, by um, an author who I, I think i was a bit sniffy about actually until my kids uh, started saying you should read robert harris and i listened to him on the today program talking about v2 it sounds fantastic i haven't read it but it sounds fantastic give us a give us a flavor of uh, this one Oh, I love Robert Harris. He's one of my favourite authors, and I love historical fiction. Um, it's a, a novel based around the um, V2s being developed in the Second World War. The Germans are on the retreat, and what I love is he tells the story in alternate chapters. So he has two main characters, one of whom is a young woman in the WAF. She's actually a, a, a victim affected by one of the V2 bombs going off in London at the start of the story. And it's what happens to her, and, and ultimately she um, works for the intelligence services and she ends up being sent over um, to try and help locate where the V2s have been fired from. And every other chapter follows the um, German soldiers who are manning the V2 weapons, and one of them in particular who's one of the designers. And it's a really interesting concept because pre-war they were scientists and, and what their dream was was to really try and build a rocket that they hoped to get to the moon one day. But it became taken over by the Nazis who saw military potential in it. The Nazis then funded it and it's a, another interesting moral dilemma of how far do you sell your soul to the devil or how far do you just follow instructions and do what you're told? Yeah. But it's a, a, a lovely human story. I, I enjoy the way he weaves his narrative. He's, a, he's an incredibly clever writer, I think. Yeah, yeah. E easy to read, but with a real sense of depth as well, I think. It kind of illuminates different bits of history. I mean, that one about the... The, uh, the choosing of the Pope, which doesn't sound, you know, necessarily like yes. the, the, the most entertaining read. Um, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, Enclave. Uh, yes. Does Enclave. the same thing. Yeah. And he just, he just he, he does in all of them. His, yeah. his Roman trilogy were, were terrific. I, yeah. I thoroughly enjoy his work. It, yeah. it, it's one of those books that I, I, when I get to Robert Harris, I get through them ever so quickly in a handful yeah. of days. Now, your final choice is perhaps the most unexpected of any title by anyone I've talked to. So give us a quick flavour of your final choice. Yeah, well, currently I'm reading Mikhail Gorbachev's memoirs. 
And I'm really interested. I, I think probably the most influential man of my lifetime in geopolitical terms. Mm. And I talk as a as a youngster growing up in the Cold War, where the CND was on the news regularly. We'd got the Chernobyl nuclear explosion and, and the Olympic boycotts. And then we had this um, really unusual person elected as the general secretary and the leader of the Soviet Union who came over, met Mrs. Thatcher, who pronounced that he was a man she could do business with, and the world started to change. And again, as a historian, I was really fortunate in that my first school in Cambridgeshire, um, my head of department used to organise trips to Russia. And so I managed, and then I took that with me when I went on as head of history and managed to take uh, students every couple of years over to visit in the middle of winter. It's a fascinating country and incredible experience. So I uh, wanted to find out a little bit more. <laughs> oh, fantastic. What a great range of books, Neil. Thank you so much for talking to us. Neil Wallace, many thanks. My pleasure. ASCL. Askell.